Uh, all right, howdy y'all. Welcome to episode number 17 of Once Upon a Time in Texas. I'm your host, producer, editor, head bottle washer, all that, whatever, um, Michael Mitchell. For those of you who follow the podcast and listen to me, thank you so much for sitting here on the back porch with me. I mean, figuratively speaking, of course. And listening to me tell some stories about, you know, history and just kind of random crap I find about Texas. Um, I have a lot of fun doing this. I learn a lot along the way. So this week we're talking a little bit about sports. Now, I would like to front load all this with saying that I am not a sports person. My entire family, we are not sports people. Never have been. Suspect I never will be. But, you know, I know a lot of people that are. And, you know, I'm doing this podcast for y'all. And so I thought this might be a really interesting one because I've had some people talk to me about, I don't know, whatever's going on in the wild, wide world of sports this week. And I'm like, I don't know. But however, through a little bit of research, I did find some things out about sports teams that even I, the non-athletic, non-caring about sports person that I am, found kind of interesting about Texas sports teams. For instance, did you know that the official state sport is not football? And I have my son here with me. My son is almost 11 years old, just moved up from Cub Scout Pack 1 to Boy Scout Troop 1. His name is Raylan Mitchell. You want to say hi to Raylan? You want to say hi? hi? There you go. So there's Raylan saying hi to everybody. So he's going to sit in with me and kind of watch what I do. But anyway, like I said, did, did you know, Raylan, that Football is actually not the state sport of Texas. Really? Yeah. You want to know what it is? What? You're going to have to sit here and listen because I'm okay. not going to tell yet. It's a secret. Okay. So if you read ahead on my script and you say anything, I might have to choke you out. All right. Anyway, you could have knocked me over with a feather when I found out what the actual state sport was. But once you find out, you're going to go, you know what? That totally makes sense. And I'll bet you do. So... You're going to have to wait till the end of the podcast, though, and uh, that's just the, the way it is. All right, before we jump in too much, I want to mention our sponsor, Miracle Mortgage. I know there are tons of people out there moving to and in Texas, and I know a lot of you do, too. So let me help them out. I'm an independent mortgage loan originator working with my friend and broker who owns and started Miracle Mortgage. We help finance people's dream homes right here in Texas. Of course, like I've said before, the tough part about doing mortgages, nobody really wants what we're selling. I mean, seriously, who wants a mortgage? I know I don't. I don't have much of one, but I don't want more of one. Um, but, you know, you also have to realize the vast majority of people um, can't afford to purchase a home without doing a mortgage. So it is what it is. <clears throat> so there you go. Why not work with somebody who's at least a little entertaining, a little fun to be around, and, and makes the process as painless as possible? You know, somebody... Somebody like me. So if you know if you know someone moving to or in Texas, send them over to me at, what's my website? TheMichaelMitchell.com That's right. TheMichaelMitchell.com T-H-E MichaelMitchell.com Let me help them out. And remember, here at Miracle Mortgage, we sell dreams, not mortgages. Now Raylan, go, aw. Aw. <laughs> there you go. I told you to. All right. So we need to talk first about ever popular. What do you think the most popular sport here in Texas is? 
Soccer? No, not soccer. Football? Football. Yep, it's one of the most popular sports. And Raylan, did you know that Texas is home to two professional football teams? I know one of them. What is it? Dallas Cowboys. That's right, the Dallas Cowboys. And the other ones are called the Houston Texans. So let's jump in just a little bit with our Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to give you just a little bit of history, just a touch. I know that we could probably spend six hours on the history of the Dallas Cowboys, and there are probably some people out there that are going to be upset that I don't, but we don't have that kind of time. So let's jump in with the Cowboys. They were established in 1960, so they are 63 years old this year, and they have been consistently one of the top teams in the NFL. They've won five Super Bowl championships with the most recent coming in 1995, I think. Yeah. And the Cowboys are known for their Lone Star logo and the iconic America's Team nickname. People are crazy for the Dallas Cowboys here, including my barber, Don. Don runs a barber shop just right down from me. And she is crazy about the Dallas Cowboys and most of her customers are too. And so, uh, anyway, they play their home games there at the AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Um, You know, Dallas Cowboys are comparatively, interestingly enough, Raylan, worth a lot of money. Now, a lot of the NFL teams are worth a lot of money. but, But get this. In the Forbes magazine in 2015, Dallas Cowboys were named the top earning NFL team not for just 2015, but for the past 18 years. And at that time, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. The franchise, so the team, the Dallas Cowboys franchise, was valued at $4 billion. That was eight years ago. That is billion with a B. And the team earned about $620 million in revenue. That is an insane amount of money. However, Texas is crazy for football, and it shows since the team in 2014 alone earned $120 million just in premium seating. So like sitting on the 50-yard line and stuff, son. Is that crazy? Oh One season, $120 million. That is a lot. It is a lot. That's like a bunch of zeros after the one, two, and the zero. All right. So let's jump into the next one, the Houston, Texas. Or, I'm sorry, the Houston Texans. They started in 1999 and were owned by Bob McNair until his death in 2018. And then after his death, the majority ownership went to his wife, Janice. The team replaced the city's previous NFL franchise, who were the Houston Oilers, which I remember hearing about the Houston Oilers. And they were down in Houston from 1960 to 1996, so about 36 years before they moved to Nashville and eventually became the Tennessee Titans. So the NFL team, the Tennessee Titans now, were actually the Houston Oilers before. So the Texans began um, playing as an expansion team in 2002, making them the youngest franchise currently competing in the NFL. At least I think this is what I found recently. Again, I'm not a huge football person. I just pull it. So a little more on the Texans. While they mainly struggled in the 2000s, um, they would make a turn, a huge turn for the better in the 2010s um, when they first found success in the 2011 season, winning their first division championship and their first playoff. 
the Texans have gone to win more than five of the AFC South Division Championships, and that was in 12, 15, 16, 18, and 19. They are the only franchise to have never won a road playoff game along with the only one to have never appeared in a conference championship game. They are also one of four franchises to have never appeared in a Super Bowl. And the other ones are the Cleveland Browns, Detroit Lions, and a division rival, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's kind of interesting. So they're still a young team, but they've never been, they've never been to the Super Bowl. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Okay. So next, we're going to jump to basketball. You ready? You like basketball a little bit, right? Yeah, just a bit. I like soccer more. Okay, he likes soccer more, but that's okay. So we're going to jump to basketball. We have three professional NBA teams here in Texas, and they are the Dallas Mavericks, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Houston Rockets. So here we go. Just a little bit of history on each of them. The Dallas Mavericks were established in 1980. The Mavericks have had some ups and downs over the years, but they were, uh, but they experienced their greatest success in 2011 when they won their first NBA championship. So they were led by the future Hall of Famer Dirk Nowitzki, I think. The Mavericks defeated the Miami Heat in six games, and they played their home games in the American Airlines Center in downtown Dallas. The San Antonio Spurs started a little bit earlier than those guys in 1967 and were one of four former American Basketball Association or ABA teams to remain intact in the NBA after the 1976 ABA and NBA merger. That was before my time. They're the only former ABA team to have won an NBA championship. The franchise has won NBA championships in 99, 03, 05, 07, and 14. And as of the 22-23 season, the San Antonio Spurs had the highest winning percentage among any NBA franchises. So then next, let's jump on over to Houston, where they have the Houston Rockets, who were also established in 1967. Uh, They have won two NBA championships, both during the 90s, when they were led by Hakeem Olajuwon, I don't know. That's the best I can say. That's a weird name, isn't it? Olajuwon? I'm probably saying that way wrong. Anyway, they play their home games at the Toyota Center. Um, more recently, the Rockets have been known for their high-scoring offense led by James Harden. So there you go. So we've got two Major League football teams, three Major League basketball teams, so what's another sport you can think of? Baseball. Baseball, that's right. So again, Texas is a big state, so here we go. We have two Major League Baseball teams here in the state. They are the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers. The Houston Astros were established in 1962. They do have one World Series championship, which they won in 2017. The Astros, though... And there's a little controversy around this. They were criticized for using technology to cheat during the 2017 season. But they it says they still have a talented roster <clears throat> that is expected to contend for the title again soon. Um, they play their home games at the Minute Maid Park in downtown Houston. Maybe I'll do a podcast on this technology cheating thing at some point. I don't know. 
I did not look into it much because, again, I'm not a sports guy. But I used to collect baseball cards and follow baseball when I was younger, and I do have a bunch of Astros cards. They're somewhere here, unless Mom threw them away. I hope she didn't throw them away. And I used to play t-ball. Yeah, you used to play t-ball. So next, we've got the Texas Rangers. They were established in 1972 and have played in the World Series twice, although they have not yet won a championship. There's a huge following for the Texas Rangers. Oh, my gosh. Um, They play their home games at the Globe Life Field in Arlington, which I've been to a lot. They've had Cub Scout stuff down there for years. Um, The Rangers have several star players on their roster, including Joey Gallo and Kyle Gibson. I'm not sure how old this is. I'm just taking someone else's word for it. So next, of course, so now we've talked about football, basketball, and baseball. Soccer? Not soccer. We're not there yet. Come on! How about hockey? So we do have a hockey team. They are the Dallas Stars. You remember Kim Jackson, our buddy Kim Jackson? Yeah. This is her favorite team. She was very upset with them yesterday. They apparently played bad. So uh, she was telling me all about it like, like I know what she's talking about. Anyway, the Dallas Stars were established in 1967. They have one Stanley Cup championship, which they won in 1999. They play their games in the American Airlines Center, so the same uh, arena as the Dallas Mavericks. And the Stars have a strong following in Texas. And uh, apparently they were looking good for the playoff season, but I don't know. From what my buddy Kim says, they're not going to make it. So now, Raylan, what is another sport that we want to talk about? Soccer. Soccer. Finally. Do you want to give a shout out to your cousin since he's a big soccer whiz? I like to give a shout out to my cousin Ben. That's right. His cousin Ben. This is my nephew. So Benjamin Sanchez way up there in Oregon. Howdy. We're going to talk about soccer a little bit. And I guess I might as well say howdy to my brother-in-law Francisco. He was a huge soccer nerd. Uh, and I guess they just finished playing their their first games or whatever, their first season, didn't they? Really? Yeah, you haven't been paying attention? Yeah, they just played their first season. Fran was pretty happy about it. I don't know about Ben. I'm sure I haven't talked to him much about it yet. But I anyway. I call him over Skype. Yeah, I know. So Texas is home to two of the ever-growing Major League Soccer teams. They are FC Dallas and the Houston Dynamo. So the FC Dallas began playing in 1996 as a charter club. And I got to be honest here, Raylan. First of all, I'm an idiot. You know that sometimes, right? Yes. I had no idea what FC meant. I've been seeing all this stuff with Ryan Reynolds and Natalie Portman owning teams and stuff. So FC actually stands for football club. Since the rest of the world incorrectly calls soccer football. At least that's what most Americans say, I guess. It's soccer. <laughs> anyway, whatever. So the club was founded technically in 1995 as the Dallas Burn, and then they adopted its current name in 2004. Um, since 05, uh, Dallas, um, FC Dallas, uh, have played in DFW area's northern suburbs at the 20. 20- 1,500 person capacity soccer specific Toyota Stadium in Frisco. 
Uh, home club, uh, I'm sorry, home games in the club's early years were played at the Cotton Bowl. Which, total side note, did you know that I got to do marching band in the Cotton Bowl one year? What? Yeah, it was pretty you cool. A, you were in marching band? I was. I tooted my own horn. It was a saxophone. So the team is owned by the Hunt Sports Group, led by brothers Clark and Dan Hunt. And the Hunt family also owns NFL's Kansas City Chiefs and part of the Chicago Bulls, which is kind of interesting. Uh, FC Dallas in 2016 won their first Supporters' Shield. In 2010, they were runners-up in the MLS Cup, losing to the Colorado Rapids in extra time. And then the team has won the U.S. Open Cup on two occasions in 1997 and again in 2016. So the Houston Dynamo, they're shortened up to the Houston Dynamo, but it's actually the Houston Dynamo Football Club, were officially started in 2005 and was founded after the former owners relocated the San Jose Earthquakes players and staff to Houston following the 2005 season. The Houston Dynamo have been MLS uh, Cup champions twice, um, winning during their first two seasons in 2006 and 7. Uh, the club has also won the U.S. Open Cup once in 2018. They have been MLS Cup runners-up twice in 2011 and 2012 and a Supporter Shield uh, runners-up once in 2008. So there you go. We've talked about football. We've talked about basketball, baseball, hockey, and soccer, but we still haven't gotten to the state sport of Texas. Do you have any idea? Tennis is not correct. So, who out there knows it? Raise your hand. <laughs> now think about this. They're all listening to it later. I'll bet you Mimi just raised her hand in the car while she was listening to this. You think so? <laughs> yeah, we're laughing at you, to all you people who raised your hand. Anyway, so here we are getting towards the end a little bit, and I want to let everybody off the hook. So... I'm sure some of y'all are just absolutely on pins and needles wanting to know what the state sport of Texas is. Oh, well, it is none other than... Rodeo! Rodeo, that's correct. It makes sense now, doesn't it? You know, everybody thinks football, football, football. And then as soon as you say, well, it's actually rodeo, everybody kind of goes, oh, well, that makes sense. So there is nothing more iconic than the cowboy and the rodeo. And when people think of rodeos, for the most part, they think of what state? Texas. That's right. They think of Texas. <clears throat> so it did not become a state sport until 1997, which kind of surprised me a little bit. 1997 wasn't that long ago. So the word rodeo actually originates from a Spanish word, vaquero, which literally means roundup. I always thought vaquero meant cowboy. Um, but no, it means roundup. So the rodeo got popular after the Civil War when cattle were wanted and needed in the East. And there were a bunch of wild cattle all over the Southwest. And they would round them up and drive them to the nearest railroad line or railhead and ship them back East. And this is where the much romanticized cattle drive was born, which really didn't last that long 
Like the whole cattle drive thing was only a period of like 10 years or something. It, it was a really short amount of time. But anyway, cowboys who were bored and lonely would entertain themselves and show off their skills by having these impromptu competitions. And in the beginning, there were no prizes other than really bragging rights. The largest rodeo in the world is Rodeo Houston, and it brings in about 2.6 million people every year. That's wild, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to kind of wrap up the podcast a little bit here with some just some more facts about Texas sports that I got from the Big Book of Texas, written by Bill O'Neill. It's a great book, and I highly recommend it. So I'm just going to open it up. Um, of Texas's professional male sports teams, Dallas is home to five of them, which is huge. Those five are the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Mavericks, FC Dallas, the soccer team, the Texas Rangers, and the Dallas Stars. And it's also home to the women's NBA team, the Dallas Wings. It's pretty cool, huh? The world's first covered and domed stadium can be found in Texas. It's called the Astrodome, which is located in Houston. It's been called the eighth wonder of the world, and it opened in 1965. It has hosted tons of sporting events, rodeos, concerts, and it was even used as a shelter for people who were evacuated due to Hurricane Katrina in 2005. And I remember that. There were pictures and stuff of it all over the place. There are more than 1,300 football stadiums in the state of Texas. I'm assuming that means high school football stadiums. So that means there's enough room to seat over 4 million people at one time. That's enough to seat all of the people living in the state of Oklahoma or the country of Panama. We could put them all in our football stadiums. Isn't that interesting? The oldest high school football stadium is Lang Field, which belongs to St. Anthony's Catholic High School. And it's the home stadium of the St. Anthony's Yellow Jackets. Let's see what else. There were some other interesting ones. There's some stuff on Tony Romo here, which I think everybody knows about. Um, okay, here's, a, here's some other stuff. Um, world champion road racing cyclist. So he's a bicyclist. Lance Armstrong is from Plano, Texas. Um, Though he's known for cycling, he actually began his athletic career as a swimmer at the city of Plano Swim Club. So, and he did very well in it. Uh, The Texas Hall of Fame Museum is located in Waco, Texas. Um, Let's see. In 1947, Gene Autry... Um, was part of the downtown Houston Rodeo Parade. Um, This is one that I thought was cool. Some of the earliest baseball cards in existence portray players from the Texas League. These baseball card sets were released in 1910 and are called Old Mill and Mellow Mint, which was Texas gum. So thought that was kind of cool. Um, Carl Lewis, who won nine gold Olympic medals over the course of four Olympics, lived in Houston and he was introduced, uh, or he was inducted, I'm sorry, to the track and field coaches association hall of fame in 2016. 
let's see here. Um, Jack Johnson, who was the first black man to hold a heavyweight championship, came from Galveston. And he held that title from 1908 to 1915. So that's pretty cool. And then, of course, here's one. You like soccer, right? Yeah. You ready for this? What? Mia Hamm, H-A-M-M, is a retired pro soccer player, female soccer player. She won two Olympic gold medals and twice helped the United States win the FIFA Women's World Cup. Do you know where Mia Hamm grew up? Where? Wichita Falls, Texas. She grew up right here in our hometown, and she has been inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. So that's kind of interesting stuff, huh? Well, I mean, our government was born here and raised here, too. Yep, some of it. So, uh, you know, I could get into NASCAR a little bit on this one, but I've got a buddy of mine, Carl Rose, who is like just a NASCAR... Oops. I dropped something. He is just like a NASCAR hound. Um, he loves everything, drag racing, um, NASCAR, any kind of auto racing. He loves it. And he asked me not too long ago. He said, Mike, do you think maybe I could come do a podcast with you? And I said, yeah, what are we going to do it on? He said, well, how about, how about racing? And I said, absolutely. So he's actually going to do some of the history and we're going to have a chat probably sometime in July because I know both of us have summer camps we're going to and everything, but... You know, I've got my son Raylan here, and, and Raylan, you've been talking to me about some of the podcasts, so I know that you've talked about wanting to do one, so what uh, what are you kind of thinking you want to help me do a podcast on? Uh, I mean, I like World War II. You like World War II history? Yep. Okay. Well, they have a huge, I think it's a World War II Naval Museum in Fredericksburg. There are all kinds of history museums around. So maybe we can do a little dig and give a little uh, history on uh, Texas's involvement and assistance with World War II. How does that sound? Cool. And how how long is the drive to Fredericksburg? <laughs> you know what? We'll probably go to Fredericksburg sometime. Yay! I think I think it's called the Nimitz Museum. So anyway, uh, there you go. There's a whole boatload of information about sports right here in the great state of Texas. Uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And again, thank my sponsor, me and Miracle Mortgage. I want to thank my son, Raylan, for coming and hanging out with me for the last 27 minutes. And so keep in mind, if you know someone moving to or in Texas, send them my way. They can find me at themichaelmitchell.com. What's that website again? TheMichaelMitchell.com And remember, we sell dreams, not mortgages. I love helping people get into homes. So as always, folks, keep in mind, the stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Y'all have a fantastic week.